Yeah. Mic check. Let's go. Back with another episode from yours truly, Law Nation. Let's reproceed to give you what you need. Jeremy Wayne Jones. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Stephen Jones on his thoughts with his defense. Yeah. We're going to get into the nitty-gritty, the details for the situations of your mind and revelations of your heart, soul, and sinew. Let's continue to grind and shine, Cowboy Nation. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all. This is not possible without the nation, especially those who are part of the HBO, the share game. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, oh, let's go, let's go. And remember, you listen to absolutely nothing but the best. Not just some hits and notes. <laughs> Stand to your feet. This is the Midday Sports Report coming to you live from Law Nation Studio. Let's go. Come on, come on, hey, ho, come on, let's go, one my time for your mind, here we go, yeah. Mike check, shout out to you, Matt, joy, it'll be joy in the morning, right, come on. content put it in the comment box the share gang yeah yeah hey come on shout out to all of the haters but hey jerry say what you want again listen to jerry yeah don't we all baby what we tell them Yeah, it's a party now, baby. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. Come on. I see your comments there now. It's all on the screen. Yeah. Know the game, baby. Notification squad all day. Carter. Carter. <laughs> Every time I, I see somebody named Carter, I think of Rush Hour. Carter. <laughs> Carter. That's funny, right? That's funny. To me, it's funny. It may not be funny to you guys. Let me make sure I'm centered a little bit. Shout out to you, James, man. Appreciate you. You're a real one for, for sharing. Sharing is caring. Shout out to you, Miss Jessica. Um, I hope all is well. Uh, we do got some news that Donovan Wilson, uh, he was carted off uh, today in practice. And DeMonte KZ, uh, he was removed from practice due to the protocol 
Um, let me see what else we have here. Let me check it out for Mike Gelkin. Uh, this guy be out there, man. He's on it, man. He's on it. Um, of course, Demonte KZ, Hooker, Makamu, all of the secondary, basically. You know, it just, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's just not that many as it relates to this uh, protocol situation. And I hope all is well. This is just a precautionary. Uh, they, they're not in liberty to say who got what or what happened with this and that. But that's just how this modern day football will be, especially in Texas land. I'm I'm if I'm a betting man, they might counsel the practice far as allowing the media people, what well, the fan to come out on the I believe it's the twenty sixth or the twenty seventh, they might just counsel it because of all of these uh situations as it relates to that, you know. Uh yeah, McConnell doesn't have it. You know, busy, appreciate you. Uh, we're not in liberty to say who has it or who don't got it or if it's just precautionary. <laughs> we can't give that information out. But if somebody boldly say that they don't have it, then they don't have it. I guess you can go from, from that aspect of it. We're not trying to paint anybody into a corner, and especially if you do got it, you shouldn't be vilified and demonized and all of this stuff. Uh, this is uh, something that all we have to go through for this 2020 year 2021 year um heading into the season it's crazy but that's just how it goes and quite frankly i believe that these guys everybody they, they'll bounce back that's just my thought of saying it in that fashion uh yeah 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 um but 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 god have not given me the spirit of fear jessica so you already know that I'm not worried about this nor that. Uh, we just got to uh, keep our minds straight and focus and concentrate on the uh, concentrate on our individual life, and then on top of that, concentrate on the higher power that will get us right in the right direction. But we shouldn't be worried about this. You know, we shouldn't be worried about this. This is nothing more. This is nothing much more than a, a, a just a situation that we all have to go through and battle through. Collectively speaking, right? Because I heard people say, Law, you should hush. Don't talk about this. Law, you should talk about this. Law, you should. Look, come on, man. <laughs> right. You know, come on. You know, this, this is life. It's life. Liberty in the pursuit of happiness. But we're going to listen in to Jerry Wayne and things. Uh, this is the first interview with 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Jerry Jones spoke about uh, Dak Prescott. And let's listen in to what he had to say. Let me know if you guys can hear this Dak now. Prescott, the arm injury. Where would he have to be in his recovery uh, for you to be nervous about game one and week one and his status and availability? Listen. I wouldn't be nervous this morning as to where he is in his recovery. He's yeah. there. Uh, and uh, – uh, I'd uh, like for him to have this week of practice just to uh, uh, get ready to play Tampa. But, of course, we've got, uh, what, two and a half weeks or two weeks. But uh, the bottom line is he's there. And uh, uh, everything that we're doing to uh, uh, mitigate uh, any uh, uh, needless as far as uh, what it gains us, everything we can do to uh, be extra uh, careful about uh, uh, any uh, 
issues he has uh, are just not worth the gain out here at practice to uh, not give him the rest. And that's not uncommon. That's very common for pulls, muscle pulls, soft tissue type injuries to uh, give it some rest. And uh, so that's what we're doing. Uh, when he wants to right now, he can let it go. And it um, does in those uh, that uh, some, a lot of those exercises that he does, uh, as well as actually throwing the ball. Uh, that'll, uh, that'll increase as uh, each day goes by, each practice goes by. Uh, that'll increase as we go toward Tampa. That's, that's the mighty Jerry Wayne Jones. He's talking about Dak Prescott, and he, uh, he is okay. We shouldn't get into this situation of saying, oh, we, he's not okay. His arm is going to fall off. Of him, you know, it's not that, nor is the situation scenario. I believe that they're putting extra precaution on him because of the simple fact that this is a longer season and we got a, a plethora, plethora of games to go and they don't want to rush something out there, especially from a muscle pull or a strain or what have you. But for those who are able to see him throw the ball, you don't see any I'm trying to force this ball out. You don't see that all over his face, basically. Jerry, do you think any part of the injury was maybe compensating uh, for his ankle, just kind of relearning how to throw and use his lower body? Uh, I don't know about that. I think that it was a, a single uh, incident. I don't believe it was a, a compounding of a lot of throws with his arm, which he's been doing all spring. I don't believe that was the case at all. I think... Uh, uh, he just was uh, uh, torqued or his situation was right to uh, basically make that kind of throw. And certainly it was one that required uh, everything he had and might have gotten a little warm in it and a little less uh, hip and a little less body in it and uh, uh, consequently had a pull. It's interesting to note, though, that uh, if he had had to, he could have uh, finished a game. Could have finished. And if he had to, he could have gone out, in my mind, the next week and play. But since we're uh, over 17 games away from right. potentially even being in the playoff and hopefully several games in the playoff, it just doesn't make any sense. Just slightly yeah. evaluating it says give it a little rest. Jerry Jones here with Sean and... Uh, I want me some glory hope. Hey, Jerry said we going to the playoff, baby. Who believe in Jerry, baby? I believe in Jerry. You know, he's saying we going to the playoff, man. <laughs> it, look, Jerry said we 17 games away from going into the playoff. And not just that. When we get beyond there. You know, why rush it, baby? I want me some glory hope. <laughs> if you believe in Jerry, put Jerry Wayne in the chat box because I, I just believe in the in the power of speaking it into an, an existence there. And Jerry just did that. Let me just rewind it just a little bit just for y'all. We're uh, over 17 games away from potentially even being in the playoff and hopefully <laughs> several games in the playoff. It just doesn't make any sense. Let me see that, J.W. Just yeah. slightly yeah. evaluating it says <laughs> give it a little rest.
Yeah. Jerry Jones here with Sean and RJ kicking off uh, season number 11 with the Cowboys owner and GM on 105.3 The Fan. Final question, Jerry. Do you have concern after the Tampa game of the the wear and tear or how much he'll be able to practice uh, given that he's been off basically for a year until the offseason? Is there more of a question of how Dak will be feeling throughout the season while while, while maintaining and monitoring this? Yeah, I've had a uh, I would say 100% of any uh, uh, type of restriction that he's uh, having right now in his routine, 100% is about uh, uh, later in the season. Uh, I have no compunction about him going out there and playing against Tampa. Get him. Uh, or for that matter, playing early. Uh, I just want to do everything we can so that there are no issues as we go on through the season because we didn't give it a little rest in the offseason. Give it a little rest. (laughs) Jerry, how solid do you feel about the backup quarterback spot? Things seemed to reopen up the other day with how Cooper Rush played. Uh, How how are you guys feeling about that backup spot right now? Well, uh, you know, you just – at the end of the day, in this case, if you're feeling real good about one and he's a backup uh, and you feel good about the availability of your first one, uh, that's about as good as it gets when you're spending what we're spending on your uh, first for one, yeah. our, yeah. our quarterback position. You look around the league and most clubs don't break the bank at backup quarterback when you've got uh, the premium player we have at quarterback. Uh, that leaves you a little uh, vulnerable uh, when your uh, main guy isn't in there to be trite. Uh, but uh, uh, we had it backed up last year, the best that I've ever seen. Uh, and uh, uh, we uh, it, it didn't work for us. We lost Dak, and we still, uh, our backup quarterback had issues of availability. Andy Dalton. And uh, I, I don't believe in my time that we've been in the shape we were in there with a backup quarterback, and we still didn't have the year we wanted to have, obviously, to be trite. So no matter what you put there, doesn't necessarily uh, have the results that you want. Mm -hmm. That's no basis of making a decision and doing the very best you can do at backup quarterback. Uh, It's great, though, to have a quarterback, for instance, in Cooper Rush, that understands the game. We can do everything. We can do our complete portfolio mm. uh, as far as our offense is concerned with Cooper Rush. Uh, he's, it's a little different, but uh, still uh, uh, we can do everything. That's good. I've seen the time when the backup quarterback didn't allow you to do everything you wanted to do. So uh, uh, that's, that's really good there. We, we'll see how this game uh, checks out with the competition here, and uh, then we'll make a decision. This weekend, this weekend they're gonna make the the uh, the uh, ultimate decision there. Uh, <clears throat> backup quarterbacks been an issue with the Cowboys, but one can argue that Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, both of those guys, excelled tremendously uh, in a positive way as being the backup guy that was inserted in and never looked back once they got the position. Now, 
will lightning strike again for that? I doubt it. But I agree with Jerry Jones on this notion here alone. That most clubs, when you have your primary quarterback and you're paying them big coins, they don't invest right behind them and then go and get another premium quarterback. They just don't do it. Now, based upon or predicated upon your quarterback coach and your philosophy and scheme, you might want to say, okay, cool, you know, this person has been known to develop quarterbacks and these sorts of things, but still, um, I, I agree with Jerry Jones' sentiments. Now, as far as Cooper Rush, yeah, he had a good game last game. Kudos to Cooper. But he got to prove it again against the Jaguars, right? Uh, he got to also showcase what he can bring there. And now Gary Gilbert, he's on the outside looking in. And Danucci. We'll see whether or not he will still be here by by the end of what, what three o'clock when they have to make the announcement. So, uh, and I believe that's that is actually uh, Eastern time. So, what is it's one where I'm at right now, one twenty-two. So it's two twenty-two. So we got what less than uh, uh, forty minutes or so before they have to make that announcement. If they have not already, since I'm live, they could they could be making the announcement of who all they let go. Y'all let me know in the comment box who all they let go if, when it happened. Jerry, Micah Parsons seems every bit as good as advertised. Uh, Jabril Cox is getting, you know, rave reviews. That's a crowded room. Where does that leave Jalen Smith on the depth chart? Well, uh, one of the things that you always see at the linebacker position and you see in your players is that uh, the word availability really steps up there. Uh, that's a space uh, contact position, and you hit on the run, and you hit with a lot of implosion. And so uh, you have uh, you have the uh, uh, injury, you have the uh, lack of availability going for you there. Uh, we know that we think Vanderesh is an outstanding uh, uh, player. Uh, he's in his prime because of his experience now and his knowledge and he played lights out the other night. And so we want him uh, to have the season that he's capable of having and be available for that. But we know that uh, things can happen. We've seen it happen. And so if we're going to be uh, in numbers, if we were going to be in numbers, especially in quality, uh, that's the position to do it. Uh, I think it's unique that we're basically taking people that have actually played safety before and bringing them down into the linebackers. So a guy like Vanderish, his ability to cover the ground, his range, his his length, his ability to what he can do in the passing game, plus his uh, accomplished play in the running game, gives us a heck of a player there to go with some young players, including Carson, uh, that really give us a position of strength there. Excellent. And we're building about it. Our, our defense is going to really take advantage of the fact that we've got uh, a handful or more of outstanding players there in that position. We'll do some things that's a little unconventional in there. Yeah, that was a good good uh, conversational piece from uh, 105.3 The Fan. 
on uh, Jerry Jones' assessments of Dak Prescott and beyond. The link is now in the description box. So if you guys, or, or the comment box, and, and if you guys want to listen to it without me um, pausing and stopping, just go ahead and click that link. Now I'll give you guys my thoughts and assessment of what he said about the uh, positioning group as it relates to linebacker. You know, linebackers, the football, look, look let's break this down. Technically, technically speaking, your linebackers are your secondary unit. Your front is your defensive front, of course, the front four. Then you have your wave of your uh, your linebackers. And then after your linebackers, you have your cornerbacks and uh, safeties. But we just call them secondary because we only grade from two. One being the front and then the secondary being uh, technically the linebackers, including the safeties and uh, cornerbacks. But technically, theoretically speaking, your linebackers are your second wave, and then your third wave will be your safeties and your cornerbacks or what have you. Um, but when we look at this team, we we kind of neglected the front four, people that's able to get upfield, gobble up to, and then get to the quarterback, or to maintain their gap assignment and to allow your linebackers to roam free. Case in point, think about this, Cowboy Nation. When we talk about the previous of the previous team, it was Sean Lee or Buss as it relates to the quote-unquote secondary or linebacking group. Sean Lee or Buss. And last season, we asked so much of Jalen to do so much out of this scheme or the system that Mike Nolan tried to implement, knowing that he was resistant to do such, right? Because he came out before the season even kicked off. And, Jerry, you had a good day, man, but go. Get, get out of here. <laughs> had to get Jerry out of the way. So he was asked to do so much. But now we don't have to have him to do all of those things that he did last season. Now, some people – want him to still do the exact same thing last season. They, they want him from a personal situation or an emotional situation to keep Jalen out there, right? And we're sitting there like, no, 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 no. Less is more at this point. Less is more because you can still get the level of impact on the good plays that he was able to do. Now you got a Parsons, you see. Oh, now you got a number 42, Keanu Neal. Let's not just stop there. Now we have an LVE who, even when, when you're talking about him, made of glass or what have you, if that glass shatter this year, you can sprinkle in not just some of Mama's cooking, shout out to Kwame Brown, but now you can sprinkle in Jabril Cox. And what can argue? I know some people right now saying that hell. By the end of this year, Jabril Cox might play himself into their starting role. And naturally, organically speaking, that LVE might shatter. Who knows? But I come here with the notion that this is a contract year. Watch, LVE, now all of a sudden, he can play lights out, right? Or all of a sudden, even Jalen Smith Say, okay, with the limited amount of snaps that I'm getting now, you can see that impact 
fresh. We shouldn't be in the business, Cowboy Nation. I see a multitude of people that say, hey, hey, we should be in the business of getting rid of this guy, ushering out LV, ushering out Jalen Smith. Why would you get rid of your depths? <laughs> it makes no sense because we fought so hard to get here. And what we don't want to happen right now, because I'm, you know, I'm, I've been on YouTube long enough. The same people who are speaking glowingly of Parsons now, if something to happen to him, and, and, and I love y'all, I know it, you know, I, lo I love y'all, but y'all will slip it on him just like that. And we got two, we got three evidence that you guys will. Case in point, I've seen people flip on Sean Lee. I've seen people flip on Jalen Smith. I've seen people flip on and turn on LVE. Just like that. Parson is no different. Yeah. So let's not make him be the end-all, be-all, too. Because I know how some of y'all get. Y'all, man, y'all flip on him so quickly. And you're like, God, dog, give the man a chance. Y'all so quick to put labels on players. And I'm not talking to you guys that's watching today. There's other people. Shout out to my dog, Starboy Entertainment. I appreciate you, brother. Um, it's just so many. I, 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 I've, I've seen somebody earlier, and I couldn't find his name. Uh, but he said, Dak Prescott is not a premium quarterback. Bull sugar. There's 32 teams out here. 31, I guess, if you're not counting the Cowboys. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, there's majority of those teams would wish they have Dak Prescott right now. That's premium, baby. People are not wishing to have Cooper Rush right now. People are not saying, oh, I can't wait to get Garrett Gibbard. Those guys are not premium. Dak Prescott is. And I know, I get it, right? A lot of times people like to look at the win-loss columns of what happened last year, and they'll pin it on one individual, which is, I understand. But even if we do like the law of average, right? Premium will be considered what top, if it's 32, half of 32, okay. Oh, so you mean to tell me you wouldn't start your team without a Dak Prescott, even if you look at his statistical numbers and all of those things? Come on, man. <sighs> I digress. <laughs> But but we will have the call-in session, you know, so if you guys want to change uh, the tune and call in, and, and you guys can feel free to call in. But before we call in, let's listen in to John Stephen Jones from 105.3 The Fan. Executive Vice President Stephen Jones, good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. Great to be on. Oh, well, we're glad to have you on for another season. Yeah. Glad we got to see you in person and sit down and talk with you out in Oxnard. We were just having a conversation about the defense and the defensive depth, and I've heard the discussion from Mike McCarthy about how y'all flipped this season. What are your anticipations for the Cowboys' defense this year? And if they are positive, can you tell us more about why that is? Yeah, I think in general I've been pretty consistent all uh, during training camp. That uh, I think it starts with uh, uh, Mike's hiring of Dan Quinn. Uh, he's just brought a tremendous amount of energy uh, to the uh, to the room. He's got, uh, you know, I think a great defensive mind in terms of what it takes to be successful. 
and he's a great communicator, not only with our players but with our coaches. Uh, they communicate well. Uh, you can see them on the field. They're communicating well uh, on the field with one another, and uh, they're playing fast, uh, you know, with a great play style. And, uh, and then you throw that in with the resources we threw at our defense and free agency, uh, in particular the, the defensive line uh, obviously brought in Kazee and, and Hooker as well. But, right, uh, and right. then, you know, the, the focus on defense in the draft, I just really think, you know, that we can turn the corner here. Uh, we had good players on defense uh, before the draft. Uh, I mean, uh, going into last season, and I just think, you know, we tried to make a change that ended up proving to be uh, difficult. So uh, just feel really good that we can just as we unfortunately went to a, a defense that wasn't very good, uh, I think we can turn that narrative and be a top half of the league defense with some serious upside. Yeah, Stephen, uh, we were just kind of discussing Jabro Cox and uh, your, your rookie class that you got here, and it seems like speed was a big factor in what y'all added to this team. Were you expecting these guys to be able to make this quick of a move uh, the, the way they have? We did. I mean, we felt good uh, where we picked them in the draft. You know, I think anytime you're picking players in your top four rounds, you're hoping, you know, they can come in and be productive. It doesn't all happen but in this particular case we had a vision for him uh, as a sub linebacker uh, to start out uh, I think the only reason he fell was uh, you know question marks about uh, maybe physicality in the box but he was a great coverage linebacker and he's proven to be that and I think he's only going to get better and throw him in with Micah of course uh, who I think you know fortunate fell in our lap and uh we ended up, uh, obviously, we were focused on corners, but they went off the board, and that's what happens, I think, when you stick with your board. Uh, good things will happen to you, and having Micah fall on our lap there was, you know, really important. And then, of course, getting the two defensive linemen. We hadn't seen him yet, but we're sure excited to get him out on the field and Chauncey Golston, and then, of course, Osa. Uh, you know, he's making a great uh, push to be a starter on day one. Man, that's some good stuff from uh, John Stephen Jones on uh, all of that especially when we speak of uh, the defensive side of the coin and sticking to your board um, for, for what Jabril Cox is able to do in this offseason as well as preseason. I was literally seeing him move from like the third team to the second team, and he could be knocking at the door if, it, if not for like Cowboys loyalty. Like I lamented earlier, the Cowboys loyalty as it relates to LVE and the other players. He could be knocking on the door to get first-team reps, believe it or not. So I think that Jabril Cox and Michael Parson, man, that these two linebackers, the tandem that we wanted to have for many of years, will be right around the corner next season or in the following season, predicated upon how certain players play out for this year. Uh, my thing is, as far as his defense, yeah, it may start off a little slow, a little rocky, but I believe that these guys, what, what Stephen Jones is saying, one of these things, whereas we can really turn this thing around quickly. And sometimes when you're young and you got a young defense and you're flying out to the ball, you might not just know better, right? You might not know any better. better. So now all of a sudden these guys are just blowing up things and sitting there saying, hey, what happened last year and beyond, that's those teams. This is this team now, and I love their mindset with this. 
So, Stephen, it looks like you got two very uh, good prospects at the cornerback spot. Just from a fan's perspective, it seems like Wright is outperforming Joseph so far in training camp slash preseason games. How would you evaluate your two young cornerbacks? Just that. I mean, I think they're. Uh, I think they're neck and neck. I, Hello. I certainly oh. uh, hats off to Anthony Brown. He's fending them off and. Uh, uh, just having a great camp, one of his better camps he's had. Of course, Trevon Diggs is over there. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, I ain't no way in the world you can sell that one. Now, now you wonderful salesman. You like your daddy, but come on, man. Anthony Brown having an unbelievable camp. Come on. <laughs> now, 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 this is what I, I will say this, though. far as the preseason game, the sample size that we were able to see out of Anthony Brown, he's been okay. He's been okay. But as far as camp, you know, I I had I thank God that he gave me eyes to see and ears to hear. But when I was out there in Oxnard for the amount of time that I was there, Anthony Brown didn't give us any impression that he's having a wonderful camp. So I I don't, I don't tell John Stephen Jones to lean forward a little bit. I, I ain't gonna tell him that. I ain't gonna tell him to do that. But boy, you came real close, boy. Boy, you came real close. If you guys feel. That A B Anthony get down or burn them down Brown is having a good camp. Put A B two in the chat because I'm saying A B two meaning that he will be your C B two. Let me know. <laughs> oh my goodness! No 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 no! I'm gonna wait for y'all response because I just can't believe he just said that and it came out of his mouth. A-B-C. That's my dog. Old. That's my dog, Terrence Shorts. Just said, A-B-C. <laughs> A-B on the bench. Yeah. But uh, he had an okay. He had an okay preseason game. He only gave up what, what a big play to uh, to Chase over there in Steelers. But outside of that, he's been okay. Uh, KD said he would hit that slap. I can't slap him. I can't. I can't. I want some Johnny Walker blue from him. I, I just can't. I can't slap him right now. No, 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 no. But I will. I will <laughs> laugh at him. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see what else he have to say. Let me just rewind for those who just not tuning in. Let me let me just rewind a little bit. Maybe I heard. Maybe I heard differently. Maybe I was listening too hard. You know. Just that. I mean, I think they're. Uh, I think they're neck and neck. I, I certainly uh, hats off to Anthony Brown. He's fending them off and uh, uh, just having a great camp. One of his better camps he's had. Of course, Trevon Diggs is over there entrenched uh, as our number one corner. Uh, but it's great to look out there and see those young guys competing. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily give either one of them the advantage. They, uh, obviously, the reason we drafted Nation early was his great length. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, Fat, is, uh, as we like to call him, uh, oh, is just having a great camp and uh, uh, great speed, uh, you know, great suddenness, uh, can make plays on the ball, and uh, just think that's going to be a great competition throughout the season. And as we all know, you can't uh, have enough of, enough of those. And then there at Nickel, it's been a great battle between uh, Jordan Lewis and Kennedy. So it's, uh, you know, it's – you know, from top to bottom, whether it's our front, whether it's our defensive line front, whether it's our linebackers or 
secondary, it's been very competitive uh, to be on this 53-man roster on defense. Well, along. <sighs> Shout out to Barry Church, man. Um, and I'm not selling or denigrating Jordan Lewis, but Barry Church, when he was on the show uh, the the other day, and, and he was lamenting the same thing with Jordan Lewis versus Kennedy. And um, he said, man, they're going to start Jordan Lewis, you know. And we're going to get this chance to see the sample size of practices, right? But there's no way, there's no way you can think, if you've been out there, that Jordan Lewis been outperforming Maurice Kennedy. There's no way. There's no way. But week one. Against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you will see 26 out there as the starting nickel corner. Now, as far as um, his assessment on Nashawn Wright and and Fat, they call him Fat. They don't put the boss in there. I guess he got to graduate to get the boss, right? He just fat. Or Kevin Joseph, I had somebody to write a long memoir about you should call him Kevin Joseph, not boss man or fat or whatever, you know, no, no nicknames, but I can give people Nashawn right. And for the simple fact, his length, his speed, his recovery, his mental mindset of forcing people out of bounds and, and uh, willing to play upside and press, you know, I can give him that. But um, that is one of those things far as, from what our assessment is opposed to what we are seeing now. And I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I just still think that fat still have a higher ceiling. It's just that Nashawn is right now already there with certain situations and not getting, um, I guess played in, in, in a, um, how can I put this in another way? They limit facts Fats, let me just call it boss man. I can't just say fat. That's not weird. Uh, they limit boss man fat uh, a little bit at the start of campus, at the start of camp. And that could be due to a many, many of things that we don't know of as it relates to protocol and stuff like that. So I would say that Nishan had the, we call that the, uh, the head start, and boss man caught up, and then Nishan said, look, right beside of it and he said let me speed up a little bit more but neither here nor there i'm not worried about that battle because i already know that they're going to start off just like what we've seen in practice number 27 is the cb1 cb2 is anthony blaze them down or get down brown is your cb2 until it's going to i just see it already i just see it in my mind and i'm not being negative cowboy nation that they're going to start it off with that and then a couple of plays down the line when he plays play against those physical, aggressive corners, then all of a sudden you'll see the, 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 the changing, the benching, because that's what happened in practice. We see it all the time. We see 88 just, look, 88 is just owning number 30. I digress. Let's listen to more what Joe <laughs> 
John Stephen Jones have to say. Along those lines, you know, the talk about you can never have enough cornerbacks, and we'll hear the same thing about defensive linemen, offensive linemen. How much do y'all, when you're roster building, look at the backup quarterback spot and really want, whether it's Cooper Rush, whether it's Garrett Gilbert, to put their stamp on it and say, I'm the guy, so y'all can go with hopefully two quarterbacks and go long in other positions? Well, I just think that's all a work in progress that we'll be figuring out here over the next week. Uh, uh, certainly, Cooper made a big push uh, here this week. Uh, you know, this uh, against uh, the Texans uh, there on Sunday, and uh, I think he had a, you know, did a great job. And I mean, on Saturday, and you know, really, I think uh, I really took a big step, uh, maybe toward getting that job. But we'll see here as the week progresses uh, how that works out and. Uh, Certainly when we get into juggling numbers, uh, you'll look at the quality of each player. And if we decide to go long or short at a position, that's certainly something, you know, that we'll be willing to do. When when you're looking at your offensive line, are you are you happy or would you want a little bit more from the depth on this offensive line at the moment? Oh, oh, before they go into the offensive line conversation, um, <clears throat> the backup quarterback – uh, groove will be I think that they should go short I think they should go short they shouldn't go long with it they should go short if you believe that I, what I believe Cowboy Nation let me know should they go with three backup quarterbacks which is a healthy number of backup quarterbacks by the way that's, that's, that's doggone four quarterbacks on your roster that's just too many in my opinion I think that they should go short I'm thinking that hell they should go so short that there should only be one backup quarterback. And then if anything else fails, then they can pick up the phone and they can call another person to come in to do whatever we're going to see what these guys are going to do as it relates to having three quarterbacks or four quarterbacks on the roster. They should go short. So, uh, yeah, I, I like it that way, Ter Terrence. So if you feel like the Cowboys should go with two quarterbacks all together on the roster, put two in the comment box. And if you feel like they should go with three or four, put three or four. But I just think that they should just go with two. Dak Prescott and whoever the backup quarterback that wins that role. Uh, I've seen somebody post, and uh, and it went away. Uh, they said, uh, you we wanted Andy Dalton to go, and now that he's gone, you want him back. Uh, we didn't cut him. I think his contract expired, by the way. And I also think that Andy Dalton, he wanted ten million. <laughs> ten milli. He wanted ten to twelve million dollars. And I don't think if you think we should have paid ten to twelve million dollars for Andy D Dalton, y'all let me know and say, yeah, law, we should pay ten millions for that. You know, I'm just and I was banging on the table all last year saying that if you know you're going to get rid of Andy Dalton at the end of the year, then why put him out there? Especially if he's exhibiting that what he's throwing, you guys. And he wanted to start an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I see a lot of twos. I see no threes. So, y'all, yeah, we all on the same page. But Bubba, Bubba said, nah, we need three of them. We, we need all three of them, baby. <laughs> Bubba, Bubba Morgan, he said, we need three of them, baby. <laughs> Shout out to you, Bubba. Shout out to you, Bubba. Because I look at it like, okay, you go with three. If you go with three or four quarterbacks, God, dog. That's a lot of reservations on your one. That's all I'm saying. That's a lot of reservations on your one. I would rather 
if they're going to go with that many quarterbacks this year to just get rid of all three of them and, and, and just and just figure out a way to maximize your 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 uh your input by picking up the phone and bagging Philip Rivers or or bagging Drew Brees or somebody to come out of retirement. That's what I would do. Instead of having four quarterbacks on the roster, I would look at it like, hey, and that's what it would be anyway, right? And I'm not I'm not even gonna speak I'm not even gonna speak it. I'm I'm not even gonna say it. I ain't gonna say you it. You know, actually we're pleased there. You know, Naseki's one of those guys that we picked up uh you know, every year we pick up a veteran to kind of fill that swing tackle role. But, uh, you know, Steele uh, has really benefited from his experience last year, uh, a big off season in the weight room, and is, and is really pushing that. And so you've got two tackles. Obviously, Connor McGovern's done a lot of good things. Uh, I think he sometimes it feels like he plays quite a bit better at uh, right guard than left guard. I mean, that's not as easy as some people may, may think it is to – to be able to switch around like that. And then I think Connor's done a lot of good things at, at, uh, at center as well to give us some versatility there. He's got to, you know, clean up some of his snap accuracy on a couple of, uh, on a couple of the uh, plays that uh-huh. he has in terms of his pulling. But, uh, I think that's something that's only going to get better with him. Uh, he's certainly, uh, you know, a worker and, uh, wants to be good at everything that he does and think ultimately he'll, you know, he'll get that done. So, and uh, certainly with uh, we've got two young guys we drafted that should just keep getting better as the season goes. It's unfortunate ball got hurt there, there, Next but uh, he'll be back sooner than later. And, uh, you know, we're really pleased, uh, you know, with what we have there in the offensive line. All right, Steven, so I have a life question for you just to get. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um... <sighs> Terrence Steele, uh they they said he won an off season an award for uh, getting bigger, stronger, lifting more weights. But I don't see it transferring over to the field. I I just don't see it. I I've seen him get thrown around, bust wide open like a pinata all over the ground, and it, there's still a, a, an alarming situation. To me, I've seen number sixty. Isaac, and I ain't talking about Hayes, stand firm and play better in certain situations than a Terrence Steele and Todd Nisucky. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no on Todd Nisucky, man. Come on, man. Dude literally got the Patrick Ewing knees out there. And when he's out there and you want to blow right around him, scoop around him, his knee band is non-existent. None of an existence. You know, I believe uh, Mark and Jr. and Katie and Jay Lombardi, I see y'all. I believe even Wilson Perry. I believe if Dak Prescott is under center, right, and it was just you versus Todd Nisaki, I believe that you guys can manage to get around him at least mm, out of 60 snaps, at least 10 to 15, and that's a lot, baby. I believe I have pure confidence and faith in you guys that you guys can get around Todd and suck it. I mean, that knee, you just give him a fake, ah, ah, and his knee's going to go, he's going to fall and lay out like family guy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he need those knee braces like what Patrick Ewing had. He do, he do. Let me know if I'm lying. Did you guys see what Todd and suck it? 
and he's like six foot five, six foot six. And I'm not talking about the guy, just in case I run up into him, you know. But I'm going to still say, hey, man, you better hope you hit me first because if I get around you, dog, you're going to fall to the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better no, sneak no, up no, on me. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. How old is he, the lunatic? He's 36, and, and look, hey, man, the, the dude looked like he's 63. You know how he moves. <laughs> hey, and when he pulled, it seemed like it's hurting him, man. They need to do the brother a favor, man. They really do. They really do. They need to do him a favor and say, hey, man, we appreciate you pouring your experiences on this team. Nevertheless, we would like for you right now, is there a way that you can walk away from the game before it's too late? Come on, man. We, we, we'll pay you in advance, you know. To know oh. you better. If you take out your life of football, what is your greatest accomplishment? I'm hoping it's, uh, it's hands down my family, even ahead of football. Uh, certainly I've got four uh, wonderful kids. It's uh, my oldest one's birthday today. Jessica, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Jessica, happy if you birthday. happen to be listening. But, uh, you know, I have three beautiful daughters, one of which is married, one of which is getting married in two weeks. And uh, and then a daughter working in New York, and my son, of course, is up at Arkansas. But uh, you know, just yeah, he he he's six eight three sixty. Yeah, them knees done, dog. <laughs> Jay Reese, hey man, he's six eight three sixty. <laughs> Give him the yeah, woo. He gonna be hitting the ground. <laughs> Ty knees sucky. <laughs> this is. Are you not entertained? Oh, my God. Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. I, I just don't want him. And, and it is a swing tackle, of course, but but come on, man. Uh, if we see Ty, if we see Ty out there, man, we're going to be like, man, them knees, dog. Oh, my goodness. We, we don't want the embarrassment, you know. Can you imagine? Look, look, look. Was it Barrett? He got to go up against Barrett. If we see Ty out there against Barrett or JPP, or he fooled around, Swede's inside, he got to go up against Sue. <laughs> you know, just a great run with my family and look forward to a lot of great times. And uh, they're doing a great job with uh, their life. And hopefully uh, that's my my number one accomplishment. Steven, did, did you just – Say two weeks. Two like, weeks? Isn't the season opener in like two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. The season opener's in three. It's the uh, it's Labor Day. It's the bye week. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Which is yeah. making sure they the, the, they didn't they they thought about this when they planned this wedding, right? Woo. They, yeah. they they thought about this one and we crammed two in tight. The so one <laughs> was the weekend before training camp started, and one was the weekend before the real season starts. Your daughter could really challenge you by scheduling it on September 9th. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't she wouldn't do that to me. All right. So, we're going to have we got one more thing. The last when we talk with you in Oxnard, I'm going to play you a clip of audio uh -huh. where you were fired up about being a Tolo, but then you asked a question about it and we need to see if you can remember now if we get this taken <laughs> care of. Let's play the audio if people didn't get to hear it. Can I get a say? Tolo? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. What's a Tolo? <laughs> oh, come on. Turn it on. Leave it on. on. Leave it on. Come That's on. a Tolo, baby. Tolo, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, my God. 
I love the Tolo. Keep it going. All right. I just, I just really, we really needed to get that done and heal everything from Oxnard. Thank you very much for your time this morning. And we look forward to talking with you every Monday during the season. Oh, that was a fantastic interview, man. Those guys do a wonderful job. If you want to listen to the interview without pausing or uh, any interruptions by me, click on that link. It should be in the description box somewhere. But that was funny. He said, what's, what's the Tolo? <laughs> uh, are you, do you like Tolo? Yeah, I love Tolo. Hey, by the way, what is Tolo? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you better be sure if you know what you're talking about. Now, um... If you know what you're yelling out, 657-390-7391 is the hotline for your mind. That is the phone line to call in. Now, there are a little rules to the conversation for the nation. We will have a two-minute deal, you know, just but the first call you get whatever minute of time you want. And then as long as you speak in your mind, and that will be the time ticker right there. And uh, that's how it will go. Let me make sure. Yeah, there we go. The way you guys can see it there. So that's how the time will go. Uh, don't y'all call in at once now. 657-390-7391. And cut time finna happen too in the next three minutes. You know, Jay Reese, like, what's the Tolo? Turn it on, leave it on. That's what I want you guys to do to the nation. Turn it on over here and just leave it on, baby. Uh, let me see if there's any news of anybody getting cut, man, because this should be released in about a couple of seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, last week, da-da-da-da, Cowboys practice is, uh, yeah, man, it's shoot, 100 degrees out there. Sweltering, sweltering conditions. Got to get it right. It may, it may be hot out there in Tampa, although it's a night game, right? Uh, Cowboys, okay, they haven't released anything yet. But I'm quite sure the NFL, if we hit this list right here, let me see if I refresh it. Uh-huh. That's still old. Okay. Okay. We're we going to find out who released who, you know, who in a few seconds here because countdown of cut time, cut down time is now. All right. We got somebody, man. Let me see who we got over here in the communication tab. All right. Three, three, two. What's good? Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. You live. Hey, we're going to kick it off with you, man. We tried to kick it off with you last last time we was doing this, man. What you got for the show? I know, brother. Yeah. He's calling in again. It's your boy, 332. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, oh, you got to got, got turn your radio down in the background. I think you got it up you, or your YouTube page. Yeah. I'm hearing echo. Yeah. Hey, what you can got you for me? Now? Yeah, I can hear you now, man. What you got? I'm just wondering if it's going to be a different season, you know, as far as us getting off to a fast start. Mm. I just want to see us get off to a fast start and see a sense of urgency. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um... Did we did we lose game two or we won game two? That was the Atlanta game, right? Game two. Last yep, year. That was against the Atlanta big comeback. Right. We won game two, right? Yeah. All right. So let's say for 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 example, and I know this is just me looking back in the past, but let's say the official never called that PI on Michael Gallup and we win that game. 
And as crazy as it seems, we 2-0. and Would that be considered a fast start? Yeah. Now, what I was meaning by fast start, I was meaning as, as per, like, I know in the Jason Garrett days, you know, we we'll get the coin toss and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get the ball first, but slow start as per offense and us scoring first to kind of give the defense a lead. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I'm still hesitant with this offense regardless regardless of the situation, whether it's Dak Prescott or any quarterback we've seen. I think the offense is still the same. The offense as it relates to the flow of things is still the same in my opinion. So I'm a defensive guy. I would rather I would rather for us to say, hey, let our defense be on the field first. Let us punch them in the Absolutely. face. I think that I think that we are better as a team when when, when we know we're gonna get the ball back in the second half and our defense start the momentum. I want our defense to start the momentum. And that's kind of how I was thinking things too. I was mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to get them get the young boys get them game action ready and mm-hmm. kind of you know have it one way to where they're organized and they're all on the same page. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. If we can get that going, then we we would get this thing going in the right direction. Uh, what else you have right. for the show? Oh no, that's all, brother. I just had to give you a call in. I missed you about two days ago. I was dealing with the kids. Right. But I appreciate that and the love at the end. Appreciate you three three two, man. Hey, always call in. Feel free to call in and spit your mind, man. I love this, man. Appreciate you. Absolutely, man. You have a good one. I'm I'm still watching, and I appreciate you, man. You have a good one. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Yeah, yeah, he's a real one. He called back in. Remember uh, the last time we was doing a call in, and we had all type of uh, interruptions with him, and he still had the little ones. And and that's a good thing, man. That let me know that the nation is growing because we know for sure the little one that he got – they going to be cowboy fans. That that's just let me know the nation is growing. Uh, now everybody else, this is how I I do. Like the first person that call in, they get unlimited time. But now uh, we will be kicking off the two minute drill. So when you guys call in, we will be kicking off the two minute drill. You got two minutes to spit your mind. If you want to call in, you know it's no it's no rush to it. Shout out to you, Wesley. Shout out to you, Greg Barry. Thank you for jumping in. Uh, Starboy Entertainment, appreciate you. Kellen Moore got all of the players to get us into the red zone after he become clueless at times. This is from MGB uh, Nastry. I, I just look at it, and I'm not hating on the offense. It just seems as if, though, our drives just don't go the way it's supposed to be designed until, like, until, like I believe the momentum is set by the defense or until, like, the second and third quarter. I just feel like Kelly Moore got to take a time to get into the adjustment, to get into the groove of things, and that is what my observation of it all takes in place. I could be a million percent wrong, but we got the 9-7-2. You're live. Probably in the building. What up, though, Law? Oh, man, nothing to it, man. You ready for it, huh? You ready for this weekend? Oh, yeah, I'm ready for this weekend. I'm definitely ready for this weekend. Always ready to go to the star. Yeah, yeah. What you got for the show, yeah. man? Hey, man, I'm just saying defense, Defense, I think, is going to be an epic year. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 11, you keep your eye on him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I say release the beast, that's who I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? And I probably have to mess around and make a song for him, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. 
Man, dog, we waiting on your new uh, music to drop, man, especially uh, when, when you updated with the defense because that defense, we got to get that purge going with this defense, fam. Purge Squad 2.0, you know what I'm talking about? I'm probably going to yeah. do a Clock in D remix, you know what I'm talking about? Really, uh, that's what I'm probably going to do, a Clock in D remix and uh, and reevaluate it and, and update it with, with, with the roster and then go from there. Mm-hmm. You got something you want to spit right now? Put you on, put you on, put you on the nation oh, right you now. Already, you, you, you already know it's, it's, it's quest for the six. It's gonna be that till 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 we get it. And then we are going to the seven and the eight. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We ain't stopping. We ain't stopping. You know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, man, dude, you sound like Snoop. Like, like nah, <laughs> yeah, nah, 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 nah. No, this ain't Snoop. This, yeah, this is ain't Snoop. Deep town. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so late, Snoop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I appreciate the compliment, though. You know what I'm talking about? I take that as a compliment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. All right, well, I just want to call in and give you a little love. You know what I'm talking about? I'm finna get ready for work. So, you know what I'm talking about? Y'all have a good day, you know what I'm saying? And uh, keep 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 on with the keeping on. Yeah, we can't wait for Purse 2.0, baby. Let's go. Star yeah, Wars. Sure yeah. yeah, let's get it. That boy get it out of the mud, for real, for real. You know, I love uh, this Cowboy Nation, boy. We big. We, we got this day going in the right direction. We got 702, my dog. He's calling back in. What's good with you, man? What you got for the show? What's up, man? Nothing to it, man. How you doing? Man. Uh, I just had a quick question. Uh, Law, why ain't nobody talking about Tristan Hill, man? Is he still on the roster? Well, me and Vach, we was out there in Oxnard. We, we saw him working out on the sideline. And – and okay. he, he still had that burst, that speed, that quickness. We were like, man, but he didn't have no pads on. And he didn't he wasn't walking with a limp at all. I think we still got a little echo uh seven oh two. Uh it turned oh, yeah, down a little bit. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't have any I'm talking about any limp. Like normally you look for for like the limp or the pain when you're walking. So I absolutely don't know what's going on. I absolutely don't. And maybe somebody yeah, in the chat. Yeah, my dog Jay Form, if he's still in the chat, maybe he can inform us of what's going on. But outside of that, man. It's been crickets on bro, man. Yeah. And you know, I and we got D line, so you know, it's it's gonna be crickets. But I I'm just tired of Steven and then why they keep vouching for Anthony Brown, man. Like they not seeing what we seeing. He may be just a good dude, man. It's off the off yeah, the clock, you know. Like, yeah, you know camaraderie and rapport, I guess. But you know they still vouching for dude, and soon as we see him on film, he right there at the ball allowing the catch. So you know, but everybody say he's a good dude though. But you yeah, know, that's all I had to say because I was gonna ask you yesterday. But I'm like, man, ain't nobody really talking about Tristan Hill, his recovery, right? Nothing. So you know what I mean? Like, what's going on? He's still under contract. Yeah, he's still on the contract, man, and uh, he he's one of those guys. He got to prove it. He got to prove it this he year. He got to prove it ASAP. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be tough even if he do come back, man. But, you know, that's all I was calling in today. You know, it's just, like, been a thought. Like, man, where's Tristan at? Like, where are our draft picks? You know, they all dwindling out. No doubt, man. Appreciate you for calling in, fam. Oh, yeah. Much love, bro. Good looking, man. Have yes, indeed, man. That's a good dog, man. Uh, uh, he, he's one of the longtime followers here, man, and I really appreciate him uh, for tuning in. So we got, uh, let me see, 704. 704, you live. What's going on, Law? 
Nothing to it. What you got for for everything for this episode? My thing is, man, everybody just keep talking, all the analysts about Dak and the slow offense and no, but we had no preseason last year, long. None. Facts. And we came out breaking records. That's a good observation there, by the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the thing about it is everybody knows that Dak does got an arm on the store, but he's been out there working with them linebackers, recouping with Ty and Collins and, you know, I'm just saying, that's camaraderie, that's, that's, that's bonding, recovery thing, all that right there. He's got to straight the backfield yard, you know, throwing out there with them all summer. All I'm trying to say is I got a feeling that that is chopping it to bit to get back on that field. Oh, yeah, he, he he get frustrated, man, when he's not out there. And you can tell by the countenance yeah. of his face, man, that he, he want to get out there regardless. Want to get out there. And this, that game against Tampa Bay, I think Dak I believe, you know, I was waiting for Christmas, waiting for it. And I opened up a present on him. I think he's talking at the bit. That yeah. came out, like I said, with no preseason last year, throwing up record numbers because the defense was bad, but the offense was clicking off the gate. That's all I'm trying to say. We got a defense. Have, have defense. We're going we're gonna to make some noise, y'all. We're going to make some noise. That's I my can't thing. wait. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. What else Yeah, it's gonna tell us everything, man. Appreciate you for calling in to the show. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good caller from him. A uh, good observation. We yeah, we didn't have preseason game last season with uh, Rain Dakota Prescott, and, and he did pretty good too. But you know those, those turnovers from Ezekiel Elliott, and the turnovers from him as well, showed some rust factor. So we're gonna have to look at this thing objectively and say to ourselves, okay, how can we become better and have a quicker start off? than what we did last season. And I feel them on that. 937, you in the mix. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. You're live. Oh, my fault. Uh, yeah, okay. so I wanted to uh, talk about, okay, so I know we straight. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. You live. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know we straight on the um, like the defense don't really bother me this year. Besides like Anthony Brown and you know the the, the D tackle situation, but that that that's not even bothering me. But offense look good. It, what was making me nervous is our goal line offense. Like every year we didn't kick forty forty about over forty about forty yard field goals. I mean forty field goals last year attempt, and that's the most in the NFL. And, like, that's just us so many times driving down the field, marching the ball down the field with ease. But it seems like as soon as we get in that red zone, we don't got, like, I mean, Michael Gallup can go up and get the ball, but we don't really got, like, our offense shut down. Kellen Moore gets scared and, like, run weird plays. But it just makes me nervous. And I'm like, oh, this year, man, I hope we do better in the uh, red zone. Because, like, that will help tremendously with the offense and, like, finishing points and not getting down at the beginning of the game. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Uh, when, when we're talking about when we get to the R side or scoring areas, the major problem would be when you're running a vertical offense, the field gets shorter. 
And you got to get, you got to have a set of plays that you know for sure that will work. And I just feel that sometimes. Not a, revo- not a reverse. Yeah, yeah, on the short side of the field, reverse <laughs> or a tunnel screen on that side of the field. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be growing pains. You know, the young offensive coordinator, that was his third year ever calling plays. Now this will be his fourth year, or this is his third year. I forget, I'm forgetting. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but we, we will see, you know, if this can, uh, can he can correct his wrongs and, and get things going as it relates right. to this offense when we get into this scoring area. Right, yeah, because we kicked we kicked forty of field goals last year, and I mean that wasn't there the whole time. But the year before that, we kicked forty with um, I forgot who, four bath or, or I forgot who, my, my heart or something my, like that. Yeah. But yeah, we just I just feel like we got to finish uh finish mm-hmm. our drives, man. We can get up early in our defense. I'm not really worried about them. We could hold we could hold some offenses now. We got some speed, but other than that, man, I'm, I just wanted to appreciate. Thank you for letting me call in and let you get back to your uh, callers. I know other people calling in right now want to get on. No doubt, man. Appreciate you calling in, fam. Good call from uh-huh. 937. Yeah, um, good call. And I got the 404 that's next, but give me one second here. Give me one second here. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Got that chart over there. All right, so um, <clears throat> 404, you're live. Hey man, what's good, man? Nothing to it. Um, this None is um, Fred from Atlanta, man. Okay. Um, I called yesterday and I was talking about cut, you know, cut the head coach. But um, I just wanted to call and talk about. I overheard the guy was saying, "Oh, we gonna get out to a fast start." Mm. Um, I I, I want to talk about Kellen Moore, man. Um, his play calling just has been horrible. Um. And I think that it's a difference when you call plays when you have a lead and when you call in plays to try to come back, you know, to um, at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, to me, this guy is kind of lost. Um, you got all that talent on the offense, and we continue to struggle. Um, mm-hmm. I'm worried about our offensive line. I'm worried about um, Collins. I'm worried about Smith. Are they going to be healthy? Are they going to be able to be able to move? Because these defensive ends now, man, they're they're athletes, and so I know that a lot of these injuries are starting to to pile up. And with Lionel um, Colin Hill, you know, um, how is that looking? Because I know he um, got beat in the preseason, and so I'm worried about that as well. And um, just I also want to think about. I ain't heard nothing talk about Amari Cooper. And just what you think about um, them using more of a fullback for Zeke to, you know, for blocking. You know, I know that a lot of times um, fullbacks are obsolete, but I think that at times um, I saw uh, in the game last week that they did have a fullback um, at times. And I think that maybe we, we can maybe put some packages in there, especially around the goal line, you know, Try to get that running game going, man. Yeah, I mean those are brilliant points, man. And I, I will, I, I try to go through all of those points uh, in a few. But I appreciate you for calling in. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a good call for four hundred four. Uh, brilliant points there. Uh, let me break that down before I take the next caller. Uh, he, he's he's on the money. At times, we can we can look at this and say, well, 
We have these reservations. We want Kellen Moore to improve with this. We want Kellen Moore to utilize the fullback. We want Kellen Moore to utilize. But what you're saying is that you want a different offensive coordinator. You taking a guy that played quarterback less than four years ago, all of a sudden you want that guy to be this genius as calling up and drawing up plays. I'm quite sure that he have a reservoir or like an immense amount of plays that he have uh, as it relates to throwing the ball. But as far as his running setup plays and these sorts of things, he's still developing on that. I would be crazy to tell you guys that he he's already one of the top epsilon or one of the top player, top offensive coordinators in run design. That's just not going to happen. But I can tell you this, Kellen Moore is a brilliant mind. He got a brilliant ability to draw up and craft up plays. But that's just half of it. Remember, this is chess, not checkers. Just because you can do all of these brilliant moves or just because you got all of these brilliant plays, but knowing when to use them is the other part of the equation. So that's why probably, and I'm not sullying or denigrating or casting experiences on, on the young Kellen Moore, but that's probably why you brought in a Ben McAdoo so that he can start crafting up plays to sit right in a certain design and time when it's needed to be. Like, that's a damn good play. Double reverse sweep into the end zone. That's a damn good play. But you don't suppose to call that play at this time, right? Or when we get to the 40, you got to change up your tendencies because nine times out of ten, you'd like to go to this certain play. It may be good for you to start utilizing this particular play in this type of situation. Brilliant play, brilliant design, but when it, is it time to use this? In war, it's the time to use the machete, and also it's the time to use the machine gun. And what we're trying to, to, to harness in with Kelly Moore is saying, hey, man, put the machine gun down now and use your machete, you know, you know, throw the grenade now. You don't need to throw the grenade right now. <laughs> you got too many people around you, you know. So those are things that Kellen Moore will, I guess, you know, eventually become better at. And I'm thinking that, you know, this is me uh, positively looking at it. It could happen this year. The, the fluent part of it. Right. The fluidity. Jay Worthy, what's good, man? You live. My man, Law Nation, live from the 215. You know me. Yeah. How you yeah. doing, my brother? Man, I'm doing great, man. Hold on. Let me say this before I start your time. Was I, was I on point with that, though, a little bit, you know, with Kelly Moore? No, you're you're on point with it because it's, when you look at Kelly Moore as far as when our our offenses was top, what, top two, top three, number one for multiple years straight. Uh, mm-hmm. We wasn't saying anything. However, once we started to sink, you know, and, and our offense wasn't looking that good because of our defense wasn't complimenting us, we had no counterpart, you know, now we have something to say because, you know, our quarterback was hurt. And so because our quarterback was hurt, you know, they're cooling in more in Zeke versus, you know, Andy Dalton. And so, therefore, it, it kind of limits our playbook right. and the way we look in the red zone. So, you know, I understand his notion. I understand his plight and what he's talking about. But it's more factors into this play. 
Right, right. It's kind of like this. Jason Gary got his job because of 07. Like, the offense was, like, just just stupid good. And then 08, of course, you know, Jason Gary, he got all of that notoriety. But but we can argue that without without number nine, he wouldn't have got that shine. You know what I'm saying? And and the same thing right. is with uh, Kelly Moore. He got his job because of the familiarity with the team or what have you, and he was put into a situation with number four. And I believe if with, without number four, he wouldn't have had that job or kept that job because of the simple fact that his offense probably wouldn't have go. And then a lot of people looking at it like, yeah, it's good and all, but there's nothing that matched something that can tell you that, hey, from a, st- from a strategy aspect of it, this is what we need. And that's all I'm saying. And I'm not trying to throw him under the bus. But but what you got for the show, man? What you got for everything? First of all, I owe you an apology. You know why? Because I was one of the ones that was trying to get LVE and Jalen Smith off this team. And that was the fan oh. in me. <laughs> that was the fan in me. Yeah. I should have been thinking. I was thinking with more of my emotions. But the GM aspect of me is, as I saw Donovan Wilson, as was mentioned, getting carted off that field, mm-hmm. how important death plays a part on this team. Facts. You know, and, and so the fact that when you looked at our last preseason game in Houston and you seen that three safety set, safety's coming down on the linebacker and stuff like that, that's because we got death, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And the fact that now that Donovan Wilson, hopefully he's all right, you know, his, his injury is not significant. The fact that, you know, we have that depth. Now we got a Javon Curse. Uh-huh. Now we got a DeMonte KZ, a Malik Hooker. You know, remember, Sean Lee a bust. So uh-huh. the fact that we got LVE, we got Jalen Smith, we got um, uh, Neil, we got Parsons, we got Jabril Cox. Man, that's a luxury. It's, a, it's an embarrassment of riches. And Thanks. so that's, you know. The fact that we get to run multiple packages and stuff like that, we're going to confuse a lot of offenses. You know, we're going to make them dictate to what we're doing instead of dictate to what the offense has in store for us. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's what I appreciate. Yeah. yeah, like Coach Marv said the other day, now they can't pinpoint the player. Now they got to pinpoint the scheme, and that makes it harder for teams, you know, because now they got to respect it, play honest. Exactly. Exactly, and 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 but you know what I want is Kennedy over my man Hip Pocket Lewis. I want him over him so bad because Lauren, I want you to do some homework. I want mm-hmm. you to do a film assessment. Mm-hmm. Go back to the Steelers game the way Maurice Kennedy was played, and then go to the Cardinal games the way Jordan Lewis was played. Okay, and it was day and night. When I was looking at Jordan Lewis, Jordan Lewis, it seemed like he was scared to stick his nose in there and make that tackle and be physical. It was mm. like he, when he was coming up to the player, he was pulling up. And I was yeah. like, stick your nose in there and knock the snot off of him, you know. And so yeah. that's, he, it's like he's making business decisions. Watch, go go look at it, Law. That's why I want Maurice Kennedy in there, because he's built for his defense, his speed, and his physicality. That's the only thing no that I, I like over him. No doubt, no doubt, man. That's a good call, good observation. I definitely will be looking into that, Jay. For real, for real. My man. Appreciate you, uh, my dog over there, Jay Worthy, man, holding it down. And um, brilliant point, by the way. Brilliant point. Brilliant point. Did, did they make the news yet of who they released? <laughs> they holding on to this thing. 
Let me see if I can refresh, refresh, refresh. Hold on. Give me one second here, Cowboy Nation. Did they make the news yet? You know, um, <clears throat> still the same old, same old. Uh, let me see if I can check around uh, to some more people here. Uh, bear with me. Appreciate everybody for tuning in and being part of this episode. And let's see what we have here. Let me see. Check out John Machota page. And that's not. Let me check out Mike Fisher. Let me see what Mike Fisher had to say. Uh, Mike Fisher. Here we go. Let's see what they got to say over here on the Twitter. Chase Young. I don't care about no Chase Young. Chase Young going to get his butt whooped this year. Watch. <laughs> uh, let me check out the Dallas Cowboys website. Hell, they probably know something. Huh? Y'all think they know something? Stephen Jones, Jerry Wayne, the break, the lunch break, hard knocks. Okay, they don't have anything. All right, 657-390-7391 is the uh, contact number. And and like I said, there's no hate toward Kelly Moore. There's no hate toward anything that's on this offense. I think this offense will still uh, respectfully be ranked top three, number four is under center for the entire year. I think they will still be ranked top three. Um, I look at this offense as well as the efficiency level. I think that, you know, we need to see more creative plays. We need to see better uh, attack when we get into those areas. And I hope that they do something better than a button hook and a comeback right on the edge and a jet sweep when you get into those uh, red zone targets there. And I don't want to see the kicker. I hate seeing the kicker rolling out there, kicking the kick. But the kicker better make the kick, though. <laughs> he better make the kick at the end of the day. And on top of that, uh, as far as the defense, I just want this team to rally behind the defense. I want the defense to set the tone, right? Come on. Hello, 2000 Ravens. Hello, 2001 Buccaneers. Come on, let the defense set the tone for the chance, right? Or or the uh, 07 Giants in the playoff or what have you. Let the defense, let the front four get at it, get at it you know? And I hope everybody stay healthy. Uh, yeah, Donovan Wilson was carted off earlier today. I hope all is well. And and the um, what's the call in? The lunatic. The call in number is six five seven three nine zero seven three nine one. That is the call in number. Let me see if I can. Give me one second. I'm gonna put it right here. All right, hold on, right quick. Six one five. Call back. Let me let me put it in the chat right quick. Let me do it this way. I can do it this way. I'm about to type it in, but I six five seven three nine zero seven three nine one. The hotline. The hotline. Yeah, and I'm gonna pin it. Yeah. And one of the mods, man, shout out to Sadiqa. She put it in there, 657-390-7391. Wait, I see you. What's good now? Legendary calling in nine from the 956. What you got for it? Law Nation, how you doing? Cowboys Nation, puro pinche Cowboys, you know it. Yeah, yeah. What you got for everything? Listen, some great facts that these callers have been calling. You've been spouting facts and everything. Mm -hmm. What I like is on obvious, you saw it against the Texans. Even though Dan Quinn was not calling the defensive plays, mm -hmm. Joe Witt Jr., he still attacked. Mm -hmm. I hated that on third and six, we were all, hopefully they, you know, tackle early. 
This time we went after the quarterback. We brought up people and we blitz. We put pressure. Mm-hmm. The coaches have been saying, hey, uh, you know, Gilbert, you got 2.8 seconds to get rid of the ball. Don't hold on to it. We, Our defense has that same mentality. You, we're going to give you 2.8 seconds or less mm-hmm. to get rid of the ball. Injuries have changed that, but this is where you're seeing our depth. Gallimore went down, unfortunately. Here's Osa's time to shine. Now Hamilton has a shot to go in there and prove what he can do. Dan Quinn has preached it. I love versatility on defense. Give me that speed. Give me that energy. Mm -hmm. This is what our defense is starting to show. And I expected it last year, but I expect it even more this year. When you let a defense play with a lead for a good chunk of the game, Mm -hmm. that helps them in themselves. That is why I expect, yes, Dak Prescott's going to have a little bit of rust coming into the Tampa Tampa Bay game, but he's still going to give us our best shot to give us that road win and shock the world. Last Super Bowl, we expected, oh, the Kansas City, it's going to be a shootout. The offense against the Tampa, Tampa Bay defense that held Green Bay at Green Bay to what, three interceptions in the second half? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Kansas City lost both their starting tackles. It wasn't much of a shootout. Mm-hmm. This is going to be that game we expected where our offense is going to control the Tampa Bay defense, and our defense is going to go after TB12. We all know he's a statue. He will quick throws. He will run it. He wants to run it. He loves Leonard Fournette. He's going to try our rush defense. But Quinn, I think, and the defensive line is going to be up to the task. So I'm excited. Looking, Our depth is looking better. We still need to find out what, what the hell's going off with our backup offensive linemen. Our mm. best option is still move Zach Martin if there's an injury and put in McGovern at guard. No doubt, man. The lunatic. My goodness, man. Appreciate you for your information, man, that you presented in front of everybody, man. The optimism, the enthusiasm. Everybody said, man, I love this guy's energy, man. So you bringing it to the table, man. And that's why I love to hear, man, from you. Uh, any other departing like words? Micah Parsons. We wanted a cornerback. We we knew about Micah Parsons, but I the more I hear him, the more I see him play. Listen, if you're going to make a mistake, make a mistake going 120 miles per hour and break <laughs> something along the way, and that's exactly what he is doing. I love that. That's infectious. This man will soon be our defensive leader. Tank has the contract. The number one salary cap this year is Tank. But our defensive leader is going to be Micah Parsons. I love it. Let him lead this defense. And Dan Quinn, that Dan Quinn hire will pay off huge dividends. Thank you, Law Cowboys Nation. Remember, go Cowboys. That's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Y'all heard the enthusiasm, the the energy, the the, 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 the way that he presented the words all together wonderfully, man. I have no rebuttal or anything that he had to say. I have nothing to say otherwise, so I love it. All right, 682, you're live. Yo, man. Yeah, you're live, man. What's good? What's good? What's going on, Long Man, I love, man, nothing to your there, man. Just had a few things for you. I'm here at work, and I'm just listening to you. I just want to throw out, what if we ever thought about 
putting Demarcus Lawrence in at deep tackle and putting Dorrance Armstrong in on the end and letting Randy Gregory and Armstrong on the end and uh, D-Law in the middle. No, they haven't played him inside the uh, middle there. Uh, uh, I just think that he, he does possess a, a good deed of uh, a, a playing on the edge. I, I, I never seen him play primarily in the middle. I just don't think that they would do that. They do some twist stunts. That's the only time you see him, you know, get down inside. So maybe they'll do some more of that this year. But, nah, just primarily playing him at three, no, 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 no. I don't look at them that way. Yeah, I, I, I only mention it because, man, our run defense has been terrible the last three, four years. And, mm-hmm. you know, D-Law is really good at stopping the run and putting him in the middle, I feel like at least would help us somewhat. But it was just a thought. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel you on that. But, hey, some twist stunts, shoot him up inside the middle, that would work. But primarily line him up in the middle, I think that, it, you know, from far as from his skill set, he'd probably be too light. They, they should just play him right where he's at. And and he he's pretty good on on a one on one. So hopefully Osa and as well as Big Bo or Justin Hamilton or even Urban requires two, and he can be freed up on the outside, and we see more productions out of uh, D Law this year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir. I mean, I gotta get back to work. No doubt, man. Appreciate you for calling in, man. No problem. No problem. DC for life. This is spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I want me some glory hole. <laughs> Five ten, you live. What's up? Not much, man. Uh, what you got for this uh, episode? You live like ninety five. What you got for it? You know what? This is the first time I've been watching you for the longest. Mm. And I always wanted to talk to you. You're a good person and you're a good brother. But the sure. question is, what is we gonna do this year? What the Cowboys gonna do this year? If they gonna take it off, because the way I'm hearing it, they got our picks. Somebody saying we going 14 and one. I mean 15 and one, or going 14 and two to take the take the NFC Championship, take to the Super Bowl. I think I think this defense is gonna show the world that they're gonna play lights out. Uh, I think that with number four under center, offense is gonna bring everything to the table. I think we're gonna be we're gonna have a spectacular year. I think we're gonna have one of those years, man. But we are. Me too. Me too. I think so too. Cause see, this is what I'm. Just you know how they, you know how they say, y'all, you know how y'all be saying let, let, let them pick, let everybody pick. That's what the picks I'm getting off the TV, watching you, watching you, and saying what, what the picks. I'm like, wait a minute. We yeah. someone telling us to go 14, <laughs> two, then 15, one. But now if we do that, that means we're locked up home court division to the playoffs, right? Oh, home field throughout the playoff? I mean, that could be yeah. just that, man, with that type of record, you know. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's just saying, because see, I would just say if we do lose to the Bucks. Uh just say if we beat them. Now, where do that put them? Well, the season is so long, you know, if we win or lose, mm-hmm. you know. I just want our guys to compete and play at this highest level. If they give it their all and we see it, I don't care if it's a – we lose by one point type of game, and I'm knowing that this young team and the, and the way that they just played the team that just won the Super Bowl, that's still momentum. Now, if we win by mm-hmm. one point, man, that's still momentum. So it's a win-win situation. But if we look foolish out there and if we look crazy, then that's the situation where, as I say, man, we got a long way to go. But I just want this team to compete, and I believe that that's what they're going to do this year. 
They're going to compete yeah, on a higher level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with everything you just said because me and you think alike. Yeah, yeah. Because the stuff you hear me saying, I, I, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. I'm in the Cowboys fan. I go back with Tony Dorsett, Roger Starback, Tony, Emmy Smith, all of them. Mm -hmm. I'm a diehard. My name is Cowboy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So your name Cowboy. 510 Cowboy, huh? Yeah. Let me, let me put your name uh -huh. in here. 510 Cowboy. Yep. Yeah, appreciate you for calling I'm in. What else you have for the show before I let you go? My y'all says this, Cowboys, win this, win this, take us to the Super Bowl. We need a ring. It's yeah. our time. It's our time. For you. Right. Appreciate you, 510. Good call, good conversation from him. Uh, and, and he was just asking questions like, what are we going to do? Should we going to win? You know? Yeah, yeah. So we just waved the kicker, Lyrim. Okay, okay, let me see. I know it should be here now. Let's see who we waved. Uh, bam, bam, bam. Let's see if we hold tight uh, phone callers. Let's see. Uh, they don't update it here. Good grief. Let's see if I go. Oh, there y'all pouring in now. Y'all must be just getting off of work, huh? <laughs> Bear with me, Cowboy Nation. Let me see, because I want to know who all we lift, let, let go. All right, Cowboys are waving uh, the kicker. Sources say that they trimmed the roster to 80. This is the strongest indicator that Greg Zerline is on track for week one. Give me the rest of the list, man. <laughs> Give me the rest of the list. 682, what you got for the show? Hey. Yeah, what's good? Turn your hey, radio man. down. Turn your radio down. You good, though. Do you think the Cowboys can finish top 15 defense with Dan Quinn in? Top 15? Yeah. I mean, shoot. Team will finish top top uh, defense here, yeah. And I've been watching you, man. I'm not going to lie. I really like your work, man. I really, really love your work, man. You really put it on. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, sir. I really, honestly, I really feel like, I really feel like if the defensive line can pressure Brady and mm -hmm. we can get our run going, we'll be all right, man. I really think we'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, that that's the name of the game. If put pressure on Brady, you move. Look, the thing is with Brady, you got to keep Brady inside the pocket and blitz him. And if you flush him outside, man, he got nowhere to run. He got nowhere to run. And then we would see all of that stuff happen to Brady of him throwing an interception and these sorts of things. I, I feel like we just got to get out there. Don't worry about how many rings this man got. Right. Just put him on the man. Just send it to him, man. Send it to him. Right. Because I, I really feel like Brady thinks this shit easy. Right. Right, and, yeah, he have a right to feel that way because, shoot, he got, what, seven rings? Good Lord. <laughs> I have a right to feel that way. <laughs> yeah, he got more rings than, than, than all of the, uh, the uh, I guess you can say, majority of the NFL teams out there. So, yeah. Put he, together, put huh? The, well, <laughs> yeah, certain conferences, yeah, he do. <laughs> he do. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you having me on and, my name is DeMarco Young, and I really appreciate you, and continue doing what you're doing, brother. All right, appreciate you, DeMarco. Jam yes, I, 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 I got you plugged in, man. You have a good one, Chief. All right, you too. Yeah.
entertained? Are you not entertained? Good call from him. Um, you know, basically, we just having conversations now, man. Whatever y'all want to talk about, call in, give me your thoughts. Um, I'm going to stay until, uh, let's see, it's 2.40. Yeah, that's 2.40 where I'm at. It's 3.40 where y'all at uh, this on the East Coast. And it's still early on the West. But I'm going to stay to the top of the hour. How about that? Or should I leave now? You know, y'all worried for me to go now? <laughs> Let me know, Cowboy Nation. Um, so basically, I'm just looking at the waiver wire and seeing what's happening. And I don't see a lot of names that's out there. Maybe it's just still too soon. Uh, yeah, uh, somebody spoke candidly about F those rings. I feel you. Uh, those rings doesn't mean anything. You just got to get out there and make it happen, right? Top of the hour. Shout out to you, Chuck. Okay, I stayed at the top of the hour. You know, you know, brother got to still do some things over here. Uh, yeah. Shout out to you, Chuck. Ethan, appreciate you for jumping in. So is Alacon getting a good offer? He can break it, break and leave? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to plan on doing with him. Let me see if I'm going to stop playing around with Let's go to the website itself. Uh, you're talking about practice. Not a game. Practice. Closer look. Cowboys catch up. Uh, let's see what he talking about. Cowboys night at the Ford. I don't know if they're going to keep that going due to all of this stuff that's going on. Uh, Marvin and Marty Cooper. He practiced today. Um, and that's too much for me to read right now. Y'all be forever watching me read that. <laughs> But I can't wait for uh two-hour practice session. So we'll find out what they're talking about. Um, my only question is, would it be, what did we got here? Would Alakon be able to walk under Interior X if they want to keep, keep him locked in at the 53? I don't know what that I don't know what that means, Ben. Shout out to you, Pete Prescott. Shout out to you, Philly fan. D. Sadiq with Charles was good. We got Philly fan D up in the house. Can you sell it? Can you sell it four o'clock? Yeah, I can stay to four o'clock. My not my not, not your time if you're on the East Coast, but my time I can't stay to four o'clock. I can stay to the top of the hour. Law, if you need uh no 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 seven will be on the roster. Yeah, um, I think they still probably keep all of those quarterbacks there. But we'll know everything about this team come uh, the end of the final cuts after this weekend, right? You know, because if they keep all of these quarterbacks or four quarterbacks heading into the season, we'll know a lot. We know a lot. Rollin Reviews, appreciate you. Thank you so much. No more players was added to the co-list. Yeah, I can't say that word. They'll flag everything. Coatless, no more players. I thought they, they just set some players out due to uh, some precautionary stuff, right? And let's see, Gelkin. That's my go-to guy right there. I, I like uh, his his works. And let me see. There was something written earlier. And uh, KZ, he was – I don't think that they add him officially to the list, but they talked about, you know – Putting him, he was absent because of the co co list precaution. But he 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 put the word precautionary out there. Precaution. 
That's what he put out there. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, who's the new dude? Who's the new D lineman? Will Nico, uh, Nico, uh, they they brought in a guy for a cup of coffee. They didn't sign him. They brought him in to work out. His name is PJ Hall. Uh, he's an interior guy, free tech basically from the Raiders. They drafted him in 2018. Uh, he was a second round draft pick then, and from there he just didn't have a, a promising career with the Raiders. One can argue because they changed defensive coaches and. And one of the Raiders guys on my Instagram, on my IG, said that basically they did that because he just wasn't the guy that was established enough. And let me see. I got got some callers to come in now. Okay, I see you calling in. 918, you're live. Going once, twice. Hello? Yeah, you're live. What's good? Hey, how's it going, man? Doing great. Well with two L's. What you got for the show? Well, uh, my name is uh, uh, Sid, and uh, I've been a Cowboy fan since I was 12 years old. Mm. I'm 50, 53 now, and I've been watching the Cowboys prosper throughout all these years, and they downside and they good side. Yeah. And uh, uh, one of the things uh, that I do like about the team this year, we got a lot of depth. We got a lot of good talent. And I think if we just focus – on one game at a time mm-hmm. and and give our best, you know, give your best and don't take nothing for granted. I think that's what's got, got, gotten in the way, uh, the, the, you know, the, the past seasons, you know, they, you know, people are hype them up and then they figure, Oh, it's already won. It's not right. You have to take one game at a time, give your best mm-hmm. and make sure it counts. Everything that you do in that game, make it count. Don't give up. Don't, don't, don't depend on somebody else to do it. Do it yourself. You know, don't Thanks. don't just give you good effort. That's all mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. If they did that every game with the talent that they have and the coaching staff that they have, there's no reason they shouldn't be in the Super Bowl this year. Facts, man. Or, or early next year. Or early well, next year. You, no, no, you spit nothing but the facts, man. Appreciate you for calling in with that. This is Sparta! Good call from him. That thing going to keep going, my bad. Yeah, good call from him. Uh, and just to give my thoughts on everything that he said, he's right. Give their best, put out their best. And I think that health plays a, a major role on that. You know, uh, we, we still have to understand that the war of attrition is, is a major one. It's not a one that you can sneeze at. But the team that prepared themselves for it are the teams that win in the uh, uh, playoffs and then get to the Super Bowl and win. You know, one can argue that if the Chiefs had a healthy, healthy team, it would have been more uh, astute to watch that game. But since their team wasn't that healthy, then one team railroaded the other. So it's just a war of attrition. You can mention luck, but, you know, uh, we're looking at what you can do to solidify yourself. Shout out to Jay Lombardi, man. I just made him one of the mods. Reason why I made Jay Lombardi a mod, mod because he's on every episode and he's always presenting the good stuff of telling people to like this channel, subscribe to this channel, share this channel. So Jay Lombardi, you're you're a new mod, man. So let me know if you want to continue to do that type of stuff. And um, 
keep keep bringing that good energy. Three, two, five. You're live. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you live. This this is your show now, man. Well, talk to me. Oh, cool, man. What's up, Law? I'm a big fan of the show, man. You keep me posted every day, man. And, uh, it's always good to hear the Cowboys news and hear, hear it the right way instead of the way ESPN is. Yeah. But, uh, man, uh, my whole thing is with this Dak situation, I we had all time last year to prepare for, you know, a backup. And uh, now it just seems like in shambles. You look at Pittsburgh and Arizona, and, and you see that their quarterback room, and you see ours, and you realize that they didn't have the same issues that we had last year. Mm. And um, Big Ben did, you know, have his issues. But my whole thing is, is what? How how does the team think that we shouldn't pull the trigger, pull the trigger on the RG three? Or Blake Bortles. What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, it goes all the way back in the past. With the Cowboys, the backup quarterback always been better than the quarterback. That's just how the the media would portray it. Like everybody been waiting. Even we had Starback people like Danny White, Danny White. When Troy Aikman had his hiccups, they were saying bring in such and such, such and such. And then when we had, uh, I guess. Drew Bledsoe, everybody was looking at it like, hey, bring in Tony Romo. And then Tony Romo got the shine, and it's just been an ongoing situation. Other teams are able to groom and develop and bring in quarterbacks, and you don't hear a word of it. But the Cowboys, the moment they bring in a quarterback, the backup quarterback with a name attached to it, they immediately have a detraction or detractor uh, uh, approach to it. I recall last season people were saying that Andy Dalton is better than Dak Prescott. That's just how it goes, unfortunately, with the Cowboy Nation. Man, if they don't get rid of that old number seven over there, we're going to be in big trouble with favoritism inside the locker room. And I really feel like, I really feel like on the defensive side, we're starting to get on the better, you know, end of it. Mm-hmm. And that if we're able to to have a, a coach such as Dan Quinn that could get rid of that favoritism and be able to tell these number one starters, hey, that's mm-hmm. that's not the right read, then, uh, you know, I just feel like right now it could be a bigger issue in the locker room than it is coaching. No doubt, man. I appreciate you for calling in, though. Great, great observation, yeah, great points out of that, of, of the backup quarterbacks in the situation. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? TP from NC. You're live, Light 95. What you got for the show? Hey, what's up, Law? How you doing, man? Nothing to it. Nothing to it. It's your world. Hey, man, I'm, I'm with dude, man. I'm like you and all the rest of the Cowboy fans. You know, we we need a good serviceable um, number two quarterback. Facts, facts. We, we um... I, I was considering maybe Big Bortles, you know, you know, he 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 did have the Tennessee Titans to a what um, AFC uh, playoff game. He he's been in the fire. Um, I think anything we got to be better than uh, anything we go get to be better than what we have. <laughs> <laughs> right. not, to, not to throw too much shade, but man, we. We we got we got to get a, a serviceable quarterback, man. Cause God forbid if anything happened to uh, Dak, man. God forbid. 
but um, I think we're pretty solid on defense. I think I think actually I think the defense may outshine the offense. Hey, that's a, hey, put it like this: when you watch the preseason games, we were more apt to see the defense than the offense. That at least. I was, you know. I like, man, let's just yeah, let's just see the defense, man. Forget this offense, what they're trying to do, whatever they think they are doing. <laughs> right, right, right. But you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay, but I, I like I said before, I, uh, Cowboy Nation, hey, we have a lot to look forward to this year. It's just a different smell in the air this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we always, you know, it's either Super Bowl or bust for us. But, Facts. but it's a different smell. It's a different smell in there. Yeah. And um, I, I, I just think if we can, um, if we can pay attention to detail, get 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 Randy and get Demarcus and and get them guys on there with the rest of these young guns we got. Hey man, the sky's the limit. And I'm just gonna go and put it out there. Hey, we're we gonna make a believe out of Tom Brady the first game. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm just going to put it out. No doubt, man. That's a good call for you, man. TP from yes, NC. Sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, long, and, tell, and, tell, and tell Mark Holmes, I, I emailed him. I don't know if he, he's scared or what, but uh, <laughs> tell, tell him I said, what's up? <laughs> I heard you, man. Hey, I screenshotted the picture and everything you sent me, and I sent it over to him. Uh, I did everything. Yeah, I sent him yeah. your number. I just, I just can't give you his number, but I, I try to do yeah, my end yeah. of it, you know. Yeah. 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 yeah, I feel you. Yeah, but I all right, you. TP. All right, dog. All right. Yeah, yeah, good call from him, man. This is I, I did my job, man. Tell, tell Mark Holmes to, to, to reach out to TP from NC, man. And and he's he's a good brother, man. I, I don't know what's going on. Maybe maybe he owe him a rack. Yeah, you know, I ain't talking about Gina's rack for crying out loud. But maybe he owe him a rack or a shot glass that Mark Holmes is running away from. So, Mark Holmes, reach out to TP from NC. You know, good grief, uh, Cowboy Nation. Uh, we made it almost to the top of the hour. The phone line for your mind is now shut down. I really appreciate everybody that called in and was a part of this beautiful episode. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing uh, that you guys are following this channel, following me, and uh, so helping me support the Cowboys and support me on my way of supporting the Cowboys and all of these things. It's just been one of those things, whereas one day at a time, and let me let me double check one more time. One more time. One more time. They still haven't put it up there yet. All right, so maybe I have to check other ways. Y- y'all let me know where I need to go to check this out as it relates to uh the Cowboys cut roster because they supposed to cut it down. They supposed to release this uh the this stuff out by the um by by three o'clock so yeah 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 so it's crazy man it's crazy appreciate you guys man i just want everybody to put your minds together focus and get it strong because we need this in this turbulence time you know turbulence time of your mind you got to make sure that everything is okay but i come here to tell you guys if you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, 
if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it if you are gladly go out there and sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all terror of God or man for it if you are simply Oh, just simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength, and scargacity, with faith, hope, and confidence and stern pertinacity. If neither cold poverty or famish or fame, or sickness of body or brain can turn you away, oh yes, turn you away from the things you want, if dogged and grim and besieged and beset it with the help of Almighty Cowboy Nation. Yeah, I said it. You will be able to get it, to achieve it. Hey, when the odds are against you, keep fighting. Prize fighter, even when he's down, he continue to swing. Even when the weight of the world is on your shoulders, shake it off and stand on top of it. Look up. They said if you fall on your back, you can look up. Man, you can get up. Let's stand up, Cowboy Nation. It's been 25 years and counting, right? But let this counting stop right now. Open up your hearts and minds. Reshape your thoughts. This can be our opportunity. This can be our time to shine, Cowboy Nation. Yes, let's go. The fire is real, baby. And I ain't talking about some of mama's cooking. You getting some of Law Nation's. Spartan ran over here, baby. Yeah, it's possible, baby. Let's go. Let's grind for your mind. Shout out to you, Young Wilson. Shout out to you, Uncle Charles. Y'all be sure to check him out. Texas Tycoon as well. Slum 210. Yes, the hood is calling, baby. Let's go. Yes, this is the innovator. Yes, this is Law Nation. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Turn me up. Turn me up. Illmatic. Appreciate you. Trey Day, I see you. Jay Reese. Shout out to you, fam. Yes. Let's go. Tell them. Nowadays, nothing really is ice cream. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell them it's ice. I got Bucky on, bling and she icy. Icy. Free photo. Photo. Yeah. Come on. Waikiki. Yeah. Where y'all from? Shout out to Old Clip, baby. Shout out to the 601, baby. Shout out to NTZ. Appreciate you, Jay Lombardi. Let's go. Are you tough enough, baby? Yeah. I used to be quiet and out of luck. Now I move up and move from the corner. Nine oh nine, the three oh two. Mama telling me count up your blessings and run it up. Nowadays nothing really is ice cream. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's icy. I got wifey on bling and she icy. Hold your drinks up, baby. Please. You better be drinking that alkaline so you can stay fine, especially to the ladies. Yeah. I put game on layaway. Alkaline, keep them. Alkaline, keep it fine, baby. I'm gonna make it rain today. I got paid off pay 
Just a little bit. Right there. Come on. 704, bow, baby. Damon, I see you. Come on. We tell him to do this right here, Cowboy Nation. Not just free. Might do it again. Philly fan D. Jacktown J Mac. What's up? If you watch this channel up to this point, I do it again. And you have not subscribed to this nation. If you think the Cowboys will not be better than what they were last year. If you have not shared this content so far. Shout out to you, Dwayne. Shout out to you, Cedric. Come on. Brown, I see you over there on the Facebook, dude. Let's go. Marty Jones, appreciate you for subscribing. Yeah. Yeah. I done doubled up on the workload. workload. I think I fell in love with the bankroll. Pray up, get money, then we lay low. Then we lay low. Come on. Hey. I love this sound right here. I just want to throw it in there. Yeah. Stephen Jones for thinking that Jordan Lewis is better than Amari's candidate. <laughs> for saying that AB had a great training camp. <laughs> Yeah, y'all get ready to relax a little bit. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. We out. Let's go. Baby, baby. Peace. As the world spin. We back at it again. Shout out to Yucca Charles. Shout out to your Sadiq. Shout out to all of the mods over there. J-Form and everybody. Young Wilson. Let's go. Pete Prescott. Let's go. There's the world spin.
Dan Danucci. He needs some milk. <laughs> birthday this month happy birthday to you all Trey Day, appreciate you. You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're going to be. Who you're going to be. Who you're going to be. Appreciate you, Alex. You're a real one. Thank you for your donations to help elevate the nation.